Hi everyone, this is Brianna McDonald. Thank you so much for tuning to this week's episode of A Brief with Bree. Now before we begin, to tell a little bit about myself, I am currently a college student studying nutrition and dietetics. And in today's episode, we're going to have a very serious and informative discussion, but one that I consider very important. We are going to talk about eating disorders, and more specifically, how it affects so many different people in our society. In today's day and age, eating disorders are a common thing that a lot of people are not aware of, but essentially it is an issue in our society that can affect almost anyone. So let us begin our discussion. There are so many different kinds of eating disorders that a person can develop, which can make it so much easier for someone to develop one. So before we get into all the different people it affects, I'm going to give a brief summary of a couple of the main eating disorders. Now first is anorexia nervosa. According to an article on the management of eating disorders in children and adolescents, anorexia nervosa involves restricting your calorie intake and or having a fear of gaining weight. And some people will go as far as skipping meals and eating as little as possible. Now next there's binge eating disorder, which in a sense is the complete opposite of anorexia. Again, from the same article, it described it as eating a larger amount of food than normal and in a sense feeling a lack of control with consuming it. However, to prevent weight gain, many of them will use laxatives or induce vomiting as a way to get rid of the food. Now lastly, one of the most common eating disorders is avoidant or restrictive food intake. This may not be related to weight, but causes a lack of interest in eating or an avoidance of food because of a concern of any sort of effect of eating. Now these are just a few of the large variety of eating disorders that essentially show that not all of them are the same, which can create a larger target to attack. Now on to all the different people it affects. Now eating disorders are not subjugated to one specific age, but can essentially affect anyone of any age. According to an article on Frontiers in Psychology, during a study taken of different aged Polish women, the ages of 12 to 15 had the highest chance of developing an eating disorder. These girls are just starting their teenage years and are already struggling with their bodies and how they look. Now this information isn't new. It's common to know young girls have eating disorders. The not so obvious news is it can also affect adults just as much. However, a lot of people think that once you reach a certain age, you kind of grow out of this disorder. In the article from a journal by Lisa Kotler, it was discovered that for people that developed anorexia and bulimia nervosa at a young age, were more likely to develop a young adult eating disorder. Eating disorders are not just specific to young people, but can also affect adults just as often. Now, besides it affecting people of different ages, it can affect people of different nationalities as well. In an International Journal of Eating Disorders, a study was done on Native Americans and Alaskans in America, and it was discovered that they were more likely to suffer from binge eating disorder and the fear of losing control of food than Caucasian people. In another article by Disorder Hope, it was discovered that Asian Americans have higher specific risk to eating disorders, more specifically due to, a- to anorexia, not due to body image, But parental expectations, eating disorders are not always because of body image, but can be because of other expectations or standards that other ethnicities have placed on their people. Again, in that article, it was revealed that Mexican-American women were less likely to seek treatment for their eating disorders than Caucasians. Many ethnicities may be suffering a lot more due to the fact that they are not receiving treatment due to their ethnicity. Now, just because we're not exposed to these other different ethnicities does not mean they don't suffer just as much as we do. 
Now, it's very common to think that eating disorders is a girl's illness, but it can affect boys just as much. In a study discovered by Baxter Eckern, it was found that 30 to 40% of men are misdiagnosed when it comes to eating disorders. And with a lack of diagnosed men, it means there is a lack of treatment and they are affected negatively. Most of these men felt ashamed or guilty if they developed an eating disorder due to it being thought of as a woman's illness, which may be why so many are being misdiagnosed. In the British Journal of Psychiatry, another study reported that 18% of girls and only 3% of boys felt pressurized by the media to lose weight, and that anorexia and bulimia predicted a greater chance of body dissatisfaction in girls than in boys. Now, even though this number may be low, it's obviously still has some effect on both genders. Just a girl's main focus may be on her body. Now, it affects both genders, but the reason of how it affects the gender could be different. Now, an eating disorder is just like any other mental disorder, and with any other mental disorder, you can have more than one. In the Journal of Affective Disorders, they state that the prevalence of eating disorders is raised with people who also suffer from bipolar disorder. This is a mental disorder that is fairly common, so if people who suffer from this are more susceptible to also developing an eating disorder, then more people are going to develop one. Again, in that same journal, it was revealed that in a study of 118 severely obese patients seeking bariatric treatment, 57 of them also had binge eating disorder. It is common to think that a person with an eating disorder is super thin, but that's not always the case. And then there's diabetes, which is a pretty prominent disease in America. Those who suffer from type 1 diabetes also have an increased risk of developing an eating disorder, according to Kay Weaver. When having diabetes, there can be quite a dietary restriction, so it makes sense that it could lead to an eating disorder. In today's discussion, we briefly looked at the many different kinds of eating disorders that set up so, why so many different people can develop one. We were then able to see that eating disorders can affect a variety of people regardless of your age, nationality, gender, or pre-existing conditions. Eating disorders are a common occurrence in our world today, and people need to be more made more aware of this. If we stop stereotyping them to a certain people, then a lot more suffering people can receive the proper treatment they deserve. I really want to thank you for joining me today for this discussion. I'm excited to talk to you more about who you are and what affects you, so join me next week on another episode of A Brief with Bree.